This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There it is. Please welcome D-Tex Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. I was just telling Ted before we started the podcast that my daughter has a runny nose right now. And God forbid she learns how to wipe her own nose. Oh, no, yeah. She's like a damn dictator. Ronnie! Ronnie! And then you gotta go over there with a little, like, tissue. Daddy, Ronnie! Can, 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 I, can you wipe my nose, Dad, please? Dad, and, 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 you know, I, I respect the word economy. It's just, Ronnie! The word economy. Is oh, it? but this is not a word economy situation. This, this is, is like, barking orders at me. Right. This is more of a could you ask nicely? And yeah. also, like, they have no issue picking their noses. Right. But like when it's runny or they gotta blow it, all of a sudden they're they're they can't do anything. It's like they, their hands don't work anymore. Yeah. Ronnie. Like, all right, come over here. Wipe your nose. It's great. Aren't <laughs> you done with this yet? Let <laughs> me <laughs> say runny, please. <laughs> I mean, she is good with that. Like, she is almost, it's its almost like she doesn't know how to start a sentence unless she starts it with the word please. It's All kind right. of adorable. So she'll be like, please, I watch television show. Please, I have a cookie. I'm like, okay, it's more like, can I have a cookie, please? But I'm, who am I to tell a three-year-old what is the right way to say something? And it's adorable. And everything is just like, please, I go to the store. <laughs> like, yeah, sure, we could go to the store. Just, I was going to say, and then you'll get into the phase where it's like, can I have a cookie, please? Like, no. Well, I said, please. Right. Well, thank you for saying please, but that doesn't mean you get what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't just walk into a bar and be like, I'll take a free beer, please. Well, I said please. <laughs> I wish we could have child logic wherever we went. That would be awesome. <laughs> can I please have a hamburger? They give it like, okay, here's your check. No, I said please. I meant that I would want it for free. Oh, yeah. We go to a fancy dinner with like people from work, and we yeah. just order chicken tenders. And if they don't have them, we're annoyed. We start crying. Yeah. I just Or do that pouty lip thing. Oh, the pouty lip thing is just like a ticking time bomb. You're like, oh, you know it's going to go off. Right. There's no fixing it. You no. see that lip start curling, and you're like, well, it's... It's all over but the crying, and the crying is coming. The cry, right. It's, it's due. Yeah, it's like, you could even say, whatever you're about to pout about, we will do. Like, like the, last night, she's just like, I want to read a book in bed. Oh, well, no, you already read one on the couch. Uh, all right, fine, we'll read a book in the bed. I want to read a book in bed, Ronnie. And it's like, oh, my God. Just go to sleep, you sick child. <laughs> it's also weird, too. So I feel like, like, even when you're out partying, right? You know what I mean? Even like if it's me, let's say it's me, you, I don't know, Jay and Munson. Okay. The four of us are partying. The boys are back. Now, you'll notice, let's say, let's say, oh, Coach Ted got into the beers a little early during the day, right? Never you guys happens. can start, you could, right, never happens. Daytime Ted? Never. Never. You could be like, oh, Ted's fading, right? Because I'll get quiet. And be like, oh, look, he's going to fall asleep in the couch. Yeah. Where his children get loud. Yes. <laughs> it's like, 
Why are they so loud? Oh, they're, they're tired. tired. It's but just it's just weird. It's like, why do you get loud before you go to bed? And they bed? do both. Like, they're extreme either way. They're either extremely crying and they're loud and they won't stop. And you're like, you're just going to cry yourself to sleep. That's fine. Yeah. Or they're like in the happiest mood that you've ever seen them and just running like a damn Tasmanian devil around the house until they slam into things. And they just think it's the funniest thing because they're just slap happy tired. Yeah. You're like, jeez. It's the complete opposite of like adults. Adults, like, I can tell when somebody's tired. They're nodding off. Yeah, they're yeah. slinking into the couch. Like with kids, you got to wait till they're absolutely losing their ass and then be like, oh, all right, I guess we are getting ready for bed. Oh, and she refuses to take a nap. So like, if she's like that way during the day and you're like, oh. so we have to find something to go do, like go to Target so that way we can get in the car because she'll fall asleep in the car. But God forbid we want her to fall asleep on the couch. There's just too much to do. Dude, like, I, I mean, and all kids, I was the yeah. same way. I remember having a neighbor, I think it was like a teenager, and we were at the yeah. beach, and his kids were little, and he's like, we just get in the truck, we gotta go for a ride, and I was like, why? And like, he's like, just trust me. I'm like, five minutes in, he's like, see? Puts yep. right to sleep. And more often than that, there are times where we're doing stuff, we're like, she'll sleep on the ride home, it'll be great. And we're riding, and she's just talking and talking, like, oh, she's not gonna go to sleep. And we're like, literally two blocks from our house, and then nods off. <laughs> and we're like, you could have got a full nap in, we were driving for 45 minutes. You waited until the 43rd minute to fall asleep. Way to go. Ronnie. Sorry. <laughs> Ronnie. We were talking about you this weekend, talking about Munson and Jay. The boys were back together. I saw that. The donkeys were in oh, action. Wow. We did a tournament called the Spring Thaw over at Tacoma Twin Rinks in uh, Tacoma, of course. All right. Uh, shout out to Rob Coffin and the crew over there. They always have Or Is that the same rink we used to go to? That, uh, the, the old rink was the Meat Locker. All right. And the Meat Locker eventually got sold to, I think, like a dispensary or something like, or like a grow up. Oh, for, no kidding. Like a weed place or something along those lines. So they eventually moved out of there and then moved to the new place, which is now the T- Tacoma Twin Rinks. It's the same people running it. Instead oh, nice. of one sheet of ice, there's now two. Instead of it being like this just old, broken, rundown, a lot of charm to it. Like, I miss the meat locker. That place yeah. was badass. Uh, mainly missed the showers because it was like one giant room with just a bunch of shower heads. But like everybody's just in the room taking a shower and just BSing. It was super fun. Now it's more of a typical place with like locker rooms with showers with stalls and what is this crap you know no, i'm kidding of course it's it's nice in other words that's all right they're even building like a little bar and like a little restaurant i think they're gonna have in between oh the two nice and they're, they're still doing it up it's it's freaking great so we got to go down there i haven't seen some of these guys since the pandemic like yep that makes sense a lot of the guys haven't seen each other like the donkeys kind of fell apart as a team like i think they try to do one season without me and I think they just did one. And then after that, things just kind of like everyone's lives changed. Or I think also like the A-League that the Donkeys were in, it folded. And they didn't want the, the entire team to then bounce down to a lower league because it wouldn't have been fair to the other teams. So we just kind of went our separate ways, a lot of the guys. Not, not you know, obviously keep in touch with text. but I mean, so, I guess that makes sense because we probably still went the year before the pandemic, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So then uh, everything just kind of changed. Dude, you put us back in a locker room together. Like I went down just to surprise a lot of guys. Like no one knew I was coming except for like three of the dudes, and so it was just kind of like a fun like, hey, come down. We won't tell them. The the boys will be crazy if you they see you. I came down. and I coached, which I learned a oh, couple nice. things. Coaching, it's freaking cold on the ice when you're not wearing all of your gear and like getting up and getting down, getting up and getting down as a goalie. Like my feet were numb by the end of that. Like I was frozen. 
But the other part I learned, it's way more fun being on the bench than playing goalie. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All this time I've been stuck living in my own world, dealing with the thoughts in my head, giving up a bad goal, thinking everybody hates me, like living the world of anxiety out there by myself. And everyone's on the bench just chatting, making fun of the other team, having a good laugh. I was like, guys, I did this wrong all these years. Hanging on the bench with you guys is way more fun than being a goalie. Yeah, I mean, look, when I was coaching the donkeys, sometimes yes. I'd be known to fill up a water bottle with fireball. Yeah, You know, those kind of little details, Steve. You got to keep the boys motivated. I brought the beer onto the bench. Oh, nice. See, you're, you're a natural coach. I'm a good assistant coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we didn't do well. Oh, no wins. Well, they won one game on Friday, and then they lost two on Saturday. All right. And the deal was, because like, Tackler was a net. Tackler's a way better goalie. So I miss Tackler. Yeah, I love Tackler. He, he sends his regards. He's nice. just a good dude. And so the agreement was, if they're out of championship contention, they wanted me to jump in goal. Because originally, they wanted me to play. And right. I'm like, guys, I haven't played in over a year. If you're trying to win... Not the guy for you. Like, right. If you're trying to, if, if this is like a classic where we're just going to get wasted and have fun, I'm your goalie. And so, like, you know what, Tackle actually does want to play. How about this? If we don't, if we don't have a chance of winning the championship, we'll put you in. I'm like, great. So I signed up for USA Hockey, paid like the fifty bucks, so I could be, you know, able to be on the roster and all that all right. crap. They lose. We get in the locker room. We're all hanging out. We're laughing, having a great time. And Tackle looks at me, and goes, "You want to play tomorrow?" I'm like, "I kind of do." And he's like. <laughs> Great, I'll skate out because Tackler could do both. Oh, I see. So you went down Saturday and kicked it with the boys and coached. Yep, Sunday. And then played Sunday. I went down and played at Sunday morning. So got all suited up, went on the ice a little bit sooner than I usually would for warm-ups just to see if I knew how to skate still. That was weird. And then just going down, I was like, I had the last time I went, I stopped playing was because of my knee injury when I sprained my knee. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know my knee wants to bend that way because, you know, I could wrestle because you're, you 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 don't bend your knee in a weird way. When yeah. you're doing a goal, you do that butterfly split kind of a thing, like the butterfly position where your knees kind of flare out your legs. Right. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like re-injure my MCL or what. Like I was just kind of terrified of that, so I slowly went down. Like it feels good. Kept doing it until I was like, I think I'm okay. And then once the game started, I forgot I even was like, I had a big knee brace on underneath my goal. Well, once gear. you started playing, the adrenaline's kicking yeah. in. Like right, then it's hard not to. And you know, I mean, I wouldn't say I played a stellar game. There's a couple goals I would love to have back. I think if I was playing frequently, I w- but we lost five one. We scored our, our goal with like literally three seconds left in the game. Which, Pride, honestly. Made it. I think the game. I, I think we had more fun having that moment than actually winning the game, because that goalie was kind of getting under the skin of some of the players. There was a lot of chirping going on. So to crush his Sunday sh- morning losers bracket oh. chirping like, what are we doing here, boys? Dude, everyone's yelling at each other. Are you serious? I'm dying. They're all even on Saturday night. They're yelling at this one guy. He's got one of those like fishbowl. Uh, cages like not the cage, but like the, the one clear that, one, the clear one. Yeah. So he's trying to chirp back, but all of our guys are like, "We can't hear you," and he's yelling, and everyone's like, "Nobody understands what you're saying. You're in this. Take your stupid- can you hear him? No. Oh, it's right. like, he's like, it's like a Charlie Brown teacher. It was like playing with Cool Bird. Uh, it was like drop the ball, <laughs> and it's like, oh, it was hilarious, dude. But then, long story short, we play, we don't win. Nobody. I, I looked at months after I gave up the fourth goal. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'm sorry. He goes. He goes, he goes, I don't care. <laughs> I was like, you're right. Why do I care? And then he's like, I had a moment where I was like, should I care? Steve seems so upset about giving up a goal. I'm like, I just didn't want to piss you guys off. I haven't played in a while. And you're like, no, dude, you played great. Like, I faced a ton of shots. I only gave up five. I should, I think if I was like on top of my abilities, I probably would have given up only three. How did but it feel getting that first one off the chest or something? The first save felt like a, it, was a, it was a trickler of a shot. 
but I stopping the first shot was so important to me. I'm like, yeah. this will either dictate how this whole game's gonna go, good or bad. Yeah. So I felt good. I was making a couple good saves, and we coughed up the puck. They got their first goal. It wasn't my fault at all. But then a couple of the other ones, I, my angles were way off. Just, you know, you don't do it for a while. You kind of It's have, hard. Yeah. So, like, certain things, like, it's a matter of inches. I wasn't really all there. But had a blast. We get in the locker room. Everyone's having a great time. But finally someone goes, you guys want to just do this again? <laughs> and we're all like... Because we started talking about doing the classic again. Yeah. And we're like, well, we can't do Easter because a lot of us now. Tackler's got a kid. Munson's I've got a kid. I've seen that. Right. I've got a kid. Like, a few of us have kids now. It's like trying to get away on Easter weekend is not going to happen. I'm like, why don't we do the uh, the older guy turn? Because that's the week before, right? I think it's the week before or two weeks before, depending on how the schedule works. Watch, it's Easter this time. Yeah, no but kidding. They're like, that one's 35 and up. Everyone on our team was 35 and up, except for this one girl, uh, Shanimal. Shan. Shan. Is everybody 35 now? Yeah. I don't know why I always think like Tackle is so much younger. No, everybody's at least 35, if All not right. older. So we are now capable of playing the old man's tournament. Yeah. So we got to do that. We and do. Is it as much fun? We're there it is. Yeah, that's good How point. often do we hang out with the other teams? I don't know. I'm just like, but Steve, let me just cut it down. Do they still have a beer garden? Yes. <laughs> Old guys like to drink beer, Ted. You know that. <laughs> what are you, 23? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, coach can't be there. 35 and over. Like, stop lying, Ted. There's no chance you're under 35. And then it just turned into, what if we start, we play next season? So we're going to do another season as the Donkeys. We're already nice. talking about getting new jerseys done. All the, I already ordered new gear. <laughs> But made my wife very happy. I was going to say, I bet Sid was pumped. That didn't go over as well as I thought it would. No. I was like, babe, she's excited for me to play. She's like, well, because I'm going to stop wrestling. It's kind of already. I've been slowly working my way out. And there's some, some stuff that's happened recently that's a way long story. But I'm just kind of done with it. Yeah, I think I saw some of that. Yeah, it's just because all I know is if people know what I'm talking about, I think they could kind of figure out. Don't believe everything you read on the Internet. I mean, yeah. believe that there's a piece of crap situation and a bad person. But the other people that are getting raked into this and being crapped on that didn't do anything bad legitimately should not be crapped on. And it's, and I'm just kind of done with that 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 mob. Seems like there's drama stuff. It's yeah. a witch hunt. And I knew it was going to happen. I thought it was going to happen against the promotion because he was a part owner. Right. The guy, the guy in question, it was a guy that was sending inappropriate messages to somebody. It was terrible. Uh, but then there's another guy who's also one of the owners who's a great, great person and did not know and was blindsided like the rest of us and is now getting the catching the wrath of it all because the other guy isn't you – know, no one can get a hold of him, obviously. He kind of just disappeared off of social media. So everyone's taking out their frustration on this poor dude that didn't do anything wrong. And yeah. I'm watching my friend have his entire – like life be thrown upside down him and his wife dealing with stress i'm like i don't want to be around that kind of mentality like it just it makes me kind of feel gross you know what i mean yeah and some people i'm like are you doing it for the person that got affected or are you doing it because you like the attention yeah and when when you're all of a sudden like hyping your t-shirt sales because like you're not doing a long story short i i'm sorry i, I yeah, on, but i get you're kind of you're very kinda, angry about you're, this yeah you're yes. kind of cycling out of the wrestling stuff and so like it just kind of makes me be like you know what i love those 15 minutes in the ring i don't love anything else that happens in the world of wrestling because of that right and this is like the second time you've gone through this it is it is and they're both different but close enough yeah that it's it's, it's infuriating so to be around people who i love and have fun with and those are my dudes and i thought that this was a, a chapter of my life that was gone that can open up again all right, maybe I'll do a wrestling match here and there. Not every month, not all the time. In fact, if you want to see me, this might be the last few months until I call it quits when the hockey season starts. I don't know. But to get myself excited, I treated myself to a new set of goalie gear. Nice. 
Didn't run well, that, even I mean, remember we were hanging out. Wife, this, yeah, in December, I said to you, I was like, "Do you miss playing hockey?" And you're like, "Yeah." And then finally, I just went, "Don't you miss the boys?" I miss the boys. I really yeah, and miss it's hard because as adults, we just don't get that locker room fun time at all. Yeah, so I truly missed it. So the idea of it coming back and it's coming back in like September, I'm fired up. Yeah, nice. here's a picture of the gear that I just put. Uh, Oh, man, that looks dope. Right? Green yeah. and black, and it's slick. My wife's like, you're going to order those? Like, when do you plan on ordering those? I'm like, uh, three hours ago. Yeah. She's like, you already ordered them? I'm like, yeah. She's like, with our money? I'm like, with my credit card, so don't worry about it. That's when, you know what? That's when you just got to nut up and go, with my money. I almost pulled that. I don't do that. No. That would be horrible. No. I, mean, I wish I had the guts to do that to a woman I was with. There's no chance I would say that. And she's like guilty. And she's like, oh, she totally, like, she's happy. Like, she knows that that makes me happy. And she's happy to know that, like, I won't, I'm not going to try and do both, like, obviously. And in fact, I'll be home way more if I do hockey than I do wrestling. Because, yeah, I'll play on a Saturday night. But I'll be home all day until like nine o'clock at night. And it's closer. And it's closer. I'm not leaving at one in the afternoon and getting home at three in the morning. I'm like leaving at, you know, 8 p.m. and getting home at 1 a.m. Way different. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. It's going to be a fun, fun run. Even if if we could do a couple more seasons, you know, it's just nice to know that the boys, no matter what, we're always homies, man. You know, that that truly is my crew. And I'm I'm glad I I haven't been this happy in a while, especially with all the crap going on with wrestling. Oh, I needed it bad. Well, and wrestling too. Like I know you have good buddies in there, right? Like mm-hmm. Ethan's dope. Oh, Ethan's, right. Ethan's like him and I have got like bonded a lot because of all this BS that's going on. But you're also dealing with a sport. At the end of the day, they're like, it's you. Yes, you know what I mean. Whereas like hockey's just more fun because there's teammates, and it's a lot of egos, and it's yeah. not everybody. A lot of fragile egos, and yeah. I, I for a, a, a tough man performance. Some people aren't necessarily all that tough behind the scenes. And <laughs> some of them just don't understand, like, you know what? This is not how life is. Like, you can't just spout off on social media and not think that, like, what you're saying is is going to impact people's lives. And you need to grow up. Yes. And, like, that's – I'm just not in the mood for that. And yeah. if that makes them mad at me, so be it. You're probably never going to see me again anyway. So whatever. I mean, what do you want from me? I, I mean, what am I going to do? Like, I mean, look, I'm, I'm watching good people, good person – get crapped all over because of the actions of a bad person. Right. And th- let's take that situation out of it. But sometimes with social media too, I mean, there's plenty of people I'm friends with through other avenues that like, yeah, they just, they just spout off so much stuff. Right. And it's like so aggressive. And I'm just like, dude, I know you. You're not this person. You're Right. You're What's the famous quote? Like, you're not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just chill out. Right. Also like. Breathe before you hit send. Yeah. Also, I'm just one of the, like, I, I mean, I, 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 I don't do as much, social, nearly as much social media as I used to. It's like, it's not, Same. sometimes I'm just like, it's not worth it. Like, sure, I have opinions on stuff, but like, what's, what's the point? You know how many times so somebody could jump back in? Exactly. And so it's like, all right, whatever. You know how many times I've written, I've, I, I even show my buddy the one that's being attacked, like what I was going to write to defend him. And like, he's even said, I've had so many, th- it's just, there's no winning. There's no there's winning. There's no winning. Like, I, I mean, and it's like, nobody wants to let, the, the, the truth get in the way of whatever narrative they want to put out there. And it's like things are being left out because it doesn't fall in line with whatever story they're trying to tell. And it's like that's infuriating. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like I you are people need to stop believing other people just because they put it on social media doesn't mean it's facts. Right. And it's crazy how people are believing the random people that I don't even know. They're just like fans are jumping in. Well, yeah, this is because he did this. I'm like he never did that. You're saying he did that because someone else said he did that. That's not necessarily mean it's true. Like, are we just blindly believing everybody now? 
Yeah, cool. I'm with you. I, oh. Yeah, yeah. Drama. I, I'm sick of social media. I'm sick of wrestling, but I still love hockey. You're a goddamn hockey player, Migs. I'm, I'm a donkey, man. You are. I'm a damn donkey, and it's about time I stop hiding from it. Yes. Hee haw, mother effer. <laughs> Hee haw. Let that jackass out. Ah. Free him. Ah. Talks. Starring. Text made. I'm sorry. That was a very confusing break, I'd imagine, for some that don't know what's going on with wrestling. But a lot's been on my mind. That's all right. What a part of the TED Talk today is something new. Okay. Right? Take some chances. Do something new. I don't know. Whether you... It could be something simple. It's maybe, I don't know, you and the wife go to the same restaurant every Friday. Try a new spot. Yeah. Maybe it'll suck. Maybe it'll be awesome. Maybe you got a new commute and you read books now on the train. Your book train guy. Oh, is that TED? Oh, yeah. Oh, what's the book of the week? Well, Steve, you can probably tell from the way I walked in here and my leadership skills that I'm reading Geronimo by Mike Leach. <laughs> <laughs> Learning a lot about the great Apache warrior. Wait, Mike Leach, the, the, the former coach for WSU? Correct. Huh. I forget the other like guy that helped him write it, but yeah, they wrote a book about uh, Geronimo. I got to imagine that's a fun book to read because you got to be reading it in his voice. Well, and also, like, I'm only a few chapters in. Right, it's my commute's not that long, but like it really gives you insight into how he ran his offense. Okay. Right, about like leadership and stuff. And like sometimes, you know, it's like, look, you can give a good speech, right? It's like with the Apaches, like if Geronimo wanted to go out on a raid to old, old Mexico, he would get the other Apache tribes together and he would, he would kind of give like a speech, but you'd have to ask for their help. Hmm. Right. And it's like and it's like a good speech goes a long way. It's like preparation. And then that, you know, fired up speech takes you to victory. Huh. I'm like, oh, yeah. So there's some good life lessons in there. But yeah, I mean, I, I haven't been reading books in a long time, but now I'm a book guy. So just try something new. All right. Yeah. I went to an Indian restaurant by myself last week, Steve. What would you get? So I got, first of all, I was like, ooh, I'll sit at the bar and get a beer. There's nobody else at the bar. It's just me. Not even a bartender. No, the guy comes over. <laughs> I get a beer and a menu. And then some like, other sir, Indian dude. Just serve yourself. Right, walks over with the same guy and he's going, all right, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, get a shaker, fill it with ice. And he's like, maker's mark. Do you have vermouth? And I just look over, I go, Manhattan, huh? And he's like, yeah, this guy doesn't know how to make a Manhattan. <laughs> Next thing you know, Ted's now the bartender at the Indian restaurant. <laughs> Uh, I got whatever. It's, it's not a, it's like a little fried thing and it's got like peas in it, huh. some lamb and some other green spices, but it was delicious. My thing is always the chicken tikka masala. Oh yeah. I butter chicken's that. pretty butter good. Chicken. I, uh, my buddies, the Bollywood boys, I know you know they dress up to fire a lot. They're they, all they do is talk about butter chicken. Yeah. It, yeah. Have you had it? I have had it at one place. I like chicken tikka masala better. Okay. But my wife makes, uh, now that I'm not eating meat, uh, she makes a butter tofu. Yeah. That honestly, like if I had that at a restaurant, that would be my go-to dish all the time. And and I I don't know why. Every week, she's like, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, I want your butter tofu. And yeah. I think she thinks I'm joking because every week I don't get butter tofu. And then the next time she asks me what I want for dinner, I'm like, I want your butter tofu. And I'm like, at what point are you going to take my word seriously, woman? I want your damn butter tofu. Yeah, I look. I there is a this just is like, why I buy goalie gear behind her back. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's a man, man and woman thing, but I think it is. I could eat the same meals every day of the week, right? <laughs> like, yes, right, exactly. Like, what do you want? Like, butter tofu works. Yes, like when I'm home every morning, I'll have like the the put them in the the toaster thing. 
uh, the, the the waffles that are already made that you just put in a toaster, like like Lego Mayego kind of yeah. waffles. I have those. Put some peanut butter on it. Drip some honey on it. Eat it with a banana. That's a pie like that. that. Sounds good. Oh, it's amazing. That's my weekend meal. All if I'm in charge of making my breakfast, that's I, I'll have that every single time. Did you ever listen to Don and Mike? Um, like they were out of DC, and then they were on that massive. They got syndicated like for maybe a couple of days. I think they were on the Buzz when the Buzz existed here. All right, they might. They maybe. were on that big station. That was remember it was like Howard in New York City. It was like Howard. What was it like? Opie and Anthony. Opie and Anthony. They were on there. Ron and Fez. And then Ron and Fess. And that was like NEW, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. so Don and Mike, if you grew up in DC, I mean, and they got syndicated, but they were out of DC. So that was like the show we listened to. Okay. And honestly, if you ever heard Don and Mike and you listen to the men's room, you could tell Thrill and I are massive Don and Mike fans. Okay. But Don, talking about eating the same thing, he would always have this joke with his wife. She's like, what do you want? And he would be like, shake and bake chicken. And she would get on. I'm like, what? So there was like, I remember there was a month where she was like, well, why don't you eat it for a month? And then in Don Geronimo, he ate chicken baked chicken like every day for a month. So then he's like, no, I like this. I will eat it. <laughs> um, dude, for a while, I was like having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day. And I was like, yeah. I, I, at what point are you going to get sick of having this peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I'm like, I'm guessing never. Yeah. Because I think it's delicious. Dude, I've been trying to like be good about like working out mm-hmm. again and stuff, and and like so like every Sunday now, I just sweat a bunch of peppers and onions, <laughs> cook them on the stove, and I either like gra- cook, like boil some chicken or something boring, right? Mm-hmm. Grill it, shred it up, and mix it all together, or I just brown uh, a pound of ground turkey yeah. and mix those peppers, onions, or whatever, and just like a little container, just yeah. like. Yeah, let's go home and eat this for three days. I'd have no problem with that. Yeah. Like for a while, like I was like, I want to now, I'm on this big fix ever since we were in that suite that one time and we had like their impossible meat with, uh, it was like a, a Korean barbecue sauce. Oh, nice. So I just got a bottle of Korean barbecue sauce and I got like the big slab of impossible meat that looks like ground, like it looks like this, like, like, you know, what you get before you could turn it into like kind of like ground beef. Yeah. Like that, that, like that little chunk of meat. Yeah. And I just do it like that, like how they do brown it. it up and and brown it up and just pour in some of that Korean barbecue sauce. I could eat that every day and have no problem with mm. either like a tortilla on rice, whatever. Oh, dude, look, I could eat. <laughs> I'm so hungry now. And I already had lunch. Look, I could eat just a turkey roll off with, with like turkey cheese on a flour tortilla. I mean, I can I'm with you. Yeah. I could eat that every day. Yeah, I, that's why it just cracks me up. My wife is like, "You always want the same thing." I'm like, "Yes," because I know it's good. Yeah, and then it's like, hey. Saturday night or Sunday, we'll get something crazy. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, get, we'll get sushi. And I'm like the same order every time. <laughs> Creature of habit, Dad. I know. That's so funny. No, honey, for real. I want the butter tofu. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I'm like, when, uh, do you think I'm making it? And finally she's like back there. So like, I made your butter tofu. Like, I think she thinks I'm like mocking her. But I'm, I don't know what it is. But like, I legit think it's as good as anything I've had in a restaurant. Plus, like, like, I love it. To this day, I can't explain it. Like there is something very nice about the about having the the person you're with cook for you. Yeah, I love it. Oh, Sidkins kind of like recently. I've been more of on a kick of like not like every week, but every like once every couple of weeks, I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna make us like tamales, or I'm gonna make us. Oh, your world famous tamales. My world famous tamales, or I made my world famous vegan sushi, or yeah. my world famous vegan pretzels, or whatever. Like, and she, I think she gets a kick out of that now. She's like, I kind of like that. You like sometimes just. Cook a meal for us, and they've all been good. Yeah. So I was like, I'll keep it. I'm don't expect it every day. Like that's your thing. I I can't do that. Don't expect it every day. It's a it's a process for me. It's exhausting. Like I give you credit. Like I can't do this. I'm not. I don't have the reps. 
All right, Tim, we got to talk sports. Let's do it. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by wearing the shirt. Yep, wearing the shirt. Good people. Great, great popcorn. popcorn and great shirts. How about that crack at hockey? Oh, I mean, come go. on! What a game! Unbelievable, dude! I was so nervous for for days now. I've been like hyping up playoff hockey. It's not even anything like regular season. Regular season hockey is still my favorite. Sport. So I've been doing it on the men's room right. too. You hype it up, and you're like. What if it turns out to be a dud of a game? And I'm going to have all these listeners that are new to hockey and new to playoff hockey thinking, like when you tell someone, this this album's the best album ever, this movie's the best movie ever, and then the listeners are like, dude, this is like the drizzling poops. I was so worried that this was going to be a dud of a game. Because I watched like the Devils-Rangers game, and the Rangers just crushed the Devils. And I'm like, boy, we both look like we're geniuses when we're saying this is like, uh, playoff hockey's on a whole other level. Yeah. Last night was amazing. Group hour? Group hour? That second period? Put the puck away, Groovy. Oh, my gosh. And the one goal he let in, not his fault at all. all right. I mean, McKinnon's incredible, and it went off the guy's skate, not intentionally, but still did. I don't blame that one on him at all. He was on fire. Yeah, and it's like, right, that's the reigning champs. You go down to their house. I mean, also, right, what's it, two games down there, and then you come back here Saturday, right? Yes, and then Monday, yep. Right, so it's like, best you could have hoped for was a split. So to come out in your first ever... Stanley Cup playoff game. Get that win. I mean, look, you go 2-0 coming back here. That would be, that, I mean, I can't, I can't wait to see Climate Pledge Saturday night on TV. It is going to be rocking and rolling. Oh, my gosh. Just, I mean, that just, and it's so much better than coming into it down zero games to two. Players would still be rocking and rolling. But the fact that you stole one from the other team in their city. Yeah. And, again, and they look good. And, and dude, Colorado looked good, too. Like, let's not say, like, it wasn't like, like we got a bad performance from them. Both teams played hard. Yeah. They were skating hard. And Groovy was the difference. Right. And hockey is, I don't know, I feel oh. like in NFL, you, you just don't see it as often. Like, it's rare. I think the Steelers did it, but it's rare to see a wild card team make it to the Super Bowl. Right. But, like, in hockey, I mean, look at the Kings. We were talking about the Blues a yep. few years ago. Yep. I want to say... Man, I th- you know, like I remember even uh, what was it, Dominic Hasek with the with Buffalo, Buffalo with the Sabers, yep. like they would barely sneak into the tournament. He would get hot. Yep. All of a sudden, they're they're almost to the finals. Like, I mean, yeah, you get in those tournaments, man. Anything can happen. There's no guarantee in the NHL except for the Toronto Maple Leafs losing in the first round. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that is unbelievable. Again, I'm, it makes me laugh. I have no reason to hate the Habs. I will forever. Or no, that's the Canadians or the, the Maple Leafs. The yeah. Maple Leafs. But like, it makes me laugh every, and they look so sad. It's like fans look so dejected. Yeah, it's like they know it's coming. Yes, and it's, it doesn't matter how how good they are that year. It's like the Seattle Mariners of hockey. It's like they're oh. just doomed. And like, I always root for them to do well if they get out of the first round. For the first round, I'm always rooting for them to lose because it's hilarious at this point. I'm not a Maple Leafs fan, so what do I care? But if they get out of the first round, I want to see them win the cup one day. You know what oh, I mean? I just I don't think they have it in them. It's I think insane. it's in their head. Yeah, dude, Grubauer's performance was so great, I even wrote a song about it. Did you hear it this morning? Okay, so I saw the video, but I was on the train, so I didn't have on the audio. Danny, if you wouldn't mind, yeah, hit it. Oh, wow. All right. All right. Are we ready? I, I'm not really... 
groovy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your play just hypnotize me. And we just love your big glove saves. Guess that's why you win and the abs are lame. Groovy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your play just hypnotize me. And we just love your big glove saves. Crack and win game one and the abs are lame. Uh. <laughs> oh, a little hate Turn my headphones up. I don't know if we need we to We out. <laughs> I, I'd like to be out. Me too. Uh, we out. We out. <laughs> Turn me up in my headphones. That is after always, I'm done. After you're done. I thought you usually got to start with that. Like, Turn me up in my headphones. <laughs> we even had Sarah do it and BJ do it too. Let's hear BJ's. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Dad? You, you want to give it a whirl? Oh, let's yeah! go! Dad, I, I saw you dancing over there in the I corner. Know, but I, don't so. know, I don't know when to come in and sing. I could we be can your backup you. dancer. Yeah. Steve will give you the, the, okay, the finger guns. Sure. Oh. He has the worst timing. He's the guy that can't clap on a beat. Oh. This song keeps getting better and better each time. Let's go, Dad. All right, all right. Are you ready, BJ? All right. Come on, BJ. Not yet. Get a point for me. Yep. Groovy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes you play just hypnotize me. And we just love your big glove saves. Guess that's why you win in the Avalanche. Groovy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes you play just hypnotize me. Uh, I mean, Steve, look, let's, let's, let's play it on the table. It's not like you're a great rapper, but he sounds like a dude reading rap lyrics. Does he just not have rhythm? It sounds like he doesn't even have the music on in the background. No, he has no rhythm. Uh, and we just love your big glove saves. Crack and win game one, and the abs are lame. Uh, All right. uh, Represent 206. <laughs> we out. See Kraken. He got it a little bit in the second verse. Did he dance at Sarah's wedding? Uh, not really, no. Really? I don't think so, but I blacked out. <laughs> Here's a little bit of what Sarah sounded like. My daughters are very. Here we go. <laughs> she did the best. Groovy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your plays just hypnotize me. And we just love your big love saves. Guess that's why you win and the abs are lame. Oh, groovy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your plays just hypnotize me. And we just love your big love saves. Crack and win game when the abs are lame. Uh. Turn her headphone up. <laughs> we <Yeah>. out. <laughs> Bitch. I don't know. Now you're coaching people. Turn our headphone up. (laughs) Bitch. I don't know why I got like that. When did you write this lyrical masterpiece? (laughs) Like 10 minutes before we went on the air? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny because I know you don't really smoke weed anymore. But listening to that, I just picture you in like... 10 o'clock last night, just like facing a blunt, like, oh, I'm going to jot this down. I, I thought about it for a half a second, like last night, because I'm watching Groovy, and I wrote, uh, I put up a tweet that just said, Groovy, Groovy, Groovy. And I, I put it up there, and I looked at my own tweet, and I'm like, Groovy, 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 do, do, do. And I'm like, and then this morning, it popped in my head again. When we were, I was like putting together my MIGS report, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk about Philip Grubauer. And I was like, oh, what if I write a song? <laughs> That's the stupid song that I put together. Groovy, groovy, groovy. <laughs> One of my buddies, my buddy Paul, he tweeted, he's like, lose all of my contact info. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear about that other hockey player? The the dude uh, for uh, the Minnesota, uh, for the Winnipeg Jets? Oh, with all the... Uh, Morgan Barron? 
He got yeah. the skate to the eye. Right, and then comes back and plays in the game. 75 stitches, and they asked, after the game, they, they, they're they like, hey, man, what were you thinking? <laughs> trying to figure out if the puck went in, because <laughs> it's sitting pretty close. And- That's all he had to think about. I know, my buddy, my buddy sent me that, and he just goes, definition of hockey guy. It is, man. That's just a whole other level. Like most players, you get cut where you need 75 75 stitches. stitches, a lot of stitches. That would mean that you're probably done for the night. Yeah. This guy's like, stitch me up, man. I want to get back out there. And still played. Yeah. And then put one of the big, like the bird cages on. Like the, the, the you know, safety. Safety. <laughs> I tell you what, it was funny. Last oh. night in that cracking game, they were doing a good job of explaining in the face. Because it's like, right with the visor. Excuse me. Because the NHL is trying to make them bigger, right? Yeah, I think But so. some of the guys are still grandfathered in. Because yep. I remember when I was a kid. Helmets really were a big thing that was changing. Yes. So like Rod Langway for the Caps, it was like a legend. Yep. He was grandfathered in, so he never wore it. Yeah, because when we were growing up, there were still a handful of players that were wearing no helmets at all. Correct. Which is crazy to think about now. And, like, and this also, isn't that long ago. This is like 30 years ago. Yeah, and like, I don't know if you could tell from watching on TV, and I only know this from sitting on the bench with the donkeys, even at that like beer league level, like... Yeah, it's kind of scary sitting on the bench. Yes. Like, I do not want to see a puck come through that bench. Dude, I was terrified coaching the donkeys this weekend. Even, like, the guy that was the scorekeeper, he was running the tournament. He goes over, he goes, look, you usually got to wear a helmet up here, man. Like, so, if you get hit in the head, it's on you. I'm like, yeah. that's cool. I, I Don't worry. I'm not, I don't know if that's a legal binding contract that we just had, but sure, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple times in Spokane, I'd be on that bench like, yeah. how? People not put. I can't. It's shocking to me. The like, if you had a choice, be like, nah, I'm not gonna wear a helmet. Like, like coaches, the coaches don't have helmets. Ugh. I mean, I think that helps because their benches are a little deeper. Kinda. I don't know. I don't know, man. A puck could find you. You never know. But with that one though, it was a skate. It was the goalie skate that he, he bopped into. <sighs> That's insane. Yeah, I mean, look, the only thing I can think of is, is that one legend dude that got kicked out of a league for stabbing a guy with a skate. I think his name was Happy Gilmore. Yes. <laughs> I remember at one point, like he broke his leg. A guy, in the, I think, it was on the Bruins, and he was still trying to skate out there as he's like falling over because he wanted to finish his shift. And you're just like, hockey players are a different breed. And I'm not like trying to pull the old hockey players are tougher than football players. This, but like some of these stories, look, every athlete is tough, obviously. Sure, but hockey players are mental. Like they, they just, want, especially in the playoffs and the NHL playoffs, it's like. They are. They were conditioned since they were kids that all they ever wanted to do is raise that Stanley Cup over their head. Like it's a bigger deal than I think any other trophy. That's why there's so much history behind it. And seventy five stitches is not going to stop this man from helping his team win a Stanley Cup. I also like the Stanley Cup Twitter. Just yes. just shuts down. And then what was it Sunday before the playoffs start? It was just just fired back up. Like who's trying to get me this year? And I'm just like, who yeah. wants this? Right? Like get it, Stan. Like I'm like that's gonna be hard not to tweet around like all through the like the off season oh. and regular season. As soon as playoff starts, there's the Stanley Cup tweet again. It's the greatest, man. It is the best trophy. Oh, uh, and that game one. Can we have at least three more games like that? I'd love a yeah. sweep, obviously. But, man, it's like people all around the country are now all of a sudden like, wait a second, this Kraken team, they're not a joke. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, all right. I would be remiss if I didn't mention we did go to Raw. Steve Miggs is a legend at wrestling events. Yeah, yes. sure. There's, there's Ted's popular, too. There's men's room fans there, too. But it's it wasn't even the BJ and Miggs no. aspect. It's just the wrestling aspect. I'm one of them, and like I'm a, a person that has a public persona. And they're like, there he is. Yeah. Migs. It's so much fun. 
I was like, Becky Lynch yelled at you? Dude, that was amazing. <laughs> we're sitting, and like, obviously, I know Becky from, but like, we don't like, we're not like text buddies. Like, we've texted before yeah. for like just random stuff or like DM'd on like Instagram. But honestly, since she's had a kid and like life is a little bit crazier, so I don't really ever hear back or I don't even write her. So, like, I, I'm never that person that's good at like keeping in touch with like a celebrity. Because I'm afraid that they, you don't want to, right? Because you don't want to be like you're bugging them, right? So I'd rather just leave them alone, even though I've never gotten a vibe that I'm bugging her. Like, like when I hit her up, like about the roast, she sent a video instantly. Like she's always yeah. been nothing but great. But like, so like she comes out, I'm in my head, I'm still like, I don't want to like, I don't want to be like Becky, it's me. But we're just standing there, and of course we're second row. And she just looks over. She's like, Steve, Ted. She said Ted, too. I, I, was I like, think I heard it. All right. That's was like, this is unbelievable. It was crazy. And then she walks over to, uh, she was with uh, Trish Stratus before yeah. Trish, that bitch, that turned bitch. on her. But before that, they were friends. And then yeah. she went over and like pointed us out. Like, oh, those are my, that was amazing. Oh, that was, that so was cool. a fun time. I haven't been to a Raw in forever. That was pretty fun. And that was the moment where Mighty Mouse, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson, the UFC legend, does stuff with Bellator. <laughs> right. He's sitting in front of us with his whole family. And then at that point, like, we became cool. Right. He turned around, he's like, I know you guys. And they were like, yeah, we both interviewed you in studio. Right. And I like his wife was like, I told you we've been in their studio. <laughs> yeah. What's he in one championship now? I know he has a fight like this weekend or the next weekend. Oh, coming does up. he? Yeah. Okay. That was cool to see all the wrestlers geek out when they saw him. Like Bobby Lashley. Oh, I mean, he's a couple a other guys too. Like the Usos were pointing at him like, oh crap, that's Mighty Mouse. <laughs> yeah. Like that's so random. Like I, they're probably, cause I don't know if like anyone really knew. I'm sure somebody did that hooked him up with those tickets. But it's not I like, think him and Bobby somehow are buddies. It seemed that way because Bobby made it a point to come over and chat it up with him. Yeah, and somebody else was telling me the last show they were at, they saw those two talking. But yeah, was it was awesome. just it was also being there with you. Thanks to everybody that said hello. But yeah, I was just like, God damn, Mix is a legend. And shout out to D. Ted Smith, who uh, uh, is clearly oh. thinks every ball guy looks the same. All right, all right, right. Real quick, so <laughs> the greatest thing ever. It's Monday afternoon, Monday after Easter. I have the day off. My, I may. May have gotten a little uh, herbal enhancement before I show up. <laughs> Walk into Buckley's on the Queen Anne, and there is a bald man. I think looked a little bit like you. I mean, yeah, we had the same hairline. <laughs> Sitting at the bar, and bald I, with no facial hair, right? Which is rare. Like white guy in his forties. Yep. I walk straight over to him and I'm about to say something to him. And then Steve's at the table next to him outside the bar. And Steve's like, Ted. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. And the guy's finishing his meal. So as I'm walking over, I'm like, damn, Steve didn't even wait for me. Right. So then Steve's like, I'm over here. I'm watching I'm- Ted walk to this guy. And you can tell Ted's eyes are barely open. Like, yeah, you know, I can tell like, okay, Ted either just woke up or just ripped a massive bong rip or whatever it was. Right. And you're just that's exactly what I did. I just smoked before I left the house. Like, oh man, get, let's get hungry. And I made sure to sit down so I could see the door, so I'd be able to wave you. And as I, as you walk in, I'm watching you. And you're like beeline straight to this other bald guy, and I'm like, I'm like maybe ten feet from him. I'm like Ted, oh, and you turn around. Best part. Now we're ordering our stuff. The bartender comes over and just looks at Ted, taps him on the show, goes, "So, uh, all bald guys look look alike, huh?" I saw that. I, know, I, I was almost, like, I know her too. I was like, "Damn it!" I almost spit out my soda. I was laughing so hard. It was so great. <laughs> Ted, what? I'm bald too. He takes off his hat. I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not just you know type stereotyping bald people. I'm bald as well. Oh, and I'm trying to defend it. Like he looks a little bit like Steve. I have a bald friend. I'm a baldist. You are a baldist. Sometimes we hate ourselves. And you know what? Sometimes that happens. I think I saw Dave Chappelle skit about it. Oh, I was just thinking about that. Right? 
<laughs> Jesus. All right, let's go. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, anything going on this weekend? Yes, Men's Room. Uh, Men's Room World Tour That's kicks right. off. We'll be down at Muckleshoot Casino from 3 to 6 in the Galaxy showroom, I believe. Okay. But either way, it's a free event. Show up. Uh, first, it's supposed to be first 99 people because of the advocates. They bought men's room sausage for everybody. Oh, that's cool. But I think it's going to be 95 because the four of us want to eat a sausage as well. Well, that seems fair. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, uh, come down. Uh, oh, I'm going to look bad. I can't remember the band that's playing, but we have a band coming. Dead Rebel Saints. Dead Rebel Saints. Thank yes. you. Yes. Yeah, but three to six, we hanging out. And then honestly, that'll be a nice, like, I, I don't know, get there early. Get some pre-drinks in you, play some play some craps or something, bet a little money, and then also get fired up, because then after that, I think I'm going to go over to Mike's house and watch that uh, Kraken game. Oh, big game. I wish yeah, I could... Sounders are at home this weekend, too, at Mariners. 7.30. Mariners. Oh, I mean, this city is going to be crazy this All weekend. three games are around the same time, between 6.30 and 7.30. Yeah. I would also, like, listen, it's not just because I ride it every day now, but I would really, if you're coming to one of the sporting events this weekend... Try to use public transportation. Rain's playing earlier in the day <laughs> as well. It's yeah, like, like I would hop on the train this weekend yeah. and get, getting in and out of Seattle. I mean, I'm so scared of traffic that I'm just going to another country. Yeah, you're going to Canada. I'm up in Canada. Look, if you live in Vancouver, British Columbia, uh, Saturday night, I'll be wrestling with All Star Wrestling. Uh, show starts at 7.30. I think doors open at 5.45, and it's at the Maritime Labor Center. Uh, in Vancouver, British Columbia, I'm going to be there for uh, All Star Wrestling, part of the prestigious Pacific Cup tournament. Ooh! Will I walk away the champion? Funny part is, I didn't realize that this tournament is for uh, cruiserweights, and I am not a cruiserweight. What's cruiserweight? Like two hundred five and lighter. What do you weigh right now? Like I don't know, two fifteen. <laughs> what are you gonna do? A weight cut? I, I don't know. I might just be like I. I, I don't know if this matters. That is awesome. I didn't know that until like this week. That it's I a, wouldn't think about it either because it's like pro wrestling and not like. Well, you know, in wrestling, we lie about our weight. Usually we lie about being heavier. Right. Like, I'll just, be billed as like 225 or 230. Now I'll just make sure I'm billed as 205, baby. I like the idea. You get there. They're just like, here's your sauna suit. Go get the sauna. You got to lose that 10 be pounds in 24 hours. I'm like, wait, were we actually going to enforce this rule? But everything else is predetermined. But we're enforcing this rule. Yes. Otherwise, just go back to America, sir. <laughs> just go back to America, sir. That sounds so disrespectful. They would they would say please or something. Hey, hey, go back to America, please. Hey, <laughs> they would never say that. I I do a terrible Canadian accent. Sound like my kid asking to get a food. <laughs> right? Please, can I have? Please, can I have beer? Hey, <laughs> hey. Please, can I have Molson? Hey, I do have to say real quick. Kraken scored that first goal. Tolvin in scores. I freak out. Tatum knows what I looks at me celebrating because I was watching on my phone because we're about ready to put her to bed. She's like, Daddy Kraken scored. I'm like, Yeah. And she high fived me. Nice. And I was like, Oh, you are so great. We got our own special handshake too. Nice. We call it Pop the Balloon. Pop the Balloon? Yeah. I'll put my fist out and she pops her, she puts her fist and we pop balloons. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So I got if, you. If you ever see Tatum, pop it. Pop, pop balloon. it. Pop it. Pop it. All right. Groovy, groovy, groovy. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> It's the end of the Mega Cash Show. Turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> Biatch. It's time for Ted. Here you go, Ted. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving. All right, we're out of here. Follow <laughs> us on Twitter at the Mega Cast. Yeah. Turn them up. I just do the part at the end where I go, Biatch. <laughs>